This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Let's look at a level two caster, because once you move up to level two, you unlock something called sorcery points, um, which is its own unique mechanic that's specific just for a sorcerer that I think I want to unpack a little bit so people know what those are and how to use them. Yeah. So you want to talk about the the points now? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so basically, uh, there's a feature at level two called Font of Magic, which again, harkens back to this like wellspring of magical ability inside the individual. Um, and that is kind of translated in the game as sorcery points, which is really kind of the bread and butter of the sorcery class, of the sorcerer class. And what it lets you do is a couple of things. So this base level at level two, you can use um, a spell slot to get more points or use points to get more spell slots. There's a conversion table in the description of the player's handbook. It's not as hard as it sounds, but, um, it, instead of having arcane recovery like the wizards do, where they can take a short rest and get a certain number of slots back, mm -hmm. here you can just uh, use those points to get more slots, which is kind of how, especially early on, you'll end up using that because you only have two slots at level one and only have three first level spell slots at level two. So you're going to gas out pretty fast if you didn't have this mechanic. Mm -hmm. um, and the cool thing is, is that you can transform points into a spell slot as a bonus action on your turn. So if you're in combat, you can do this on the go, as opposed to having to wait for a short rest like the wizard does. Um, so uh, basically two points will give you one spell slot, three points will give you a second spell slot, or you can trade a first level spell slot for two points. Um, if I remember correctly, let me double check if I got that right. Yes, it works both uh, back and forth both ways. Um, and then how many how many sorcery points do you get per level? Right, so you get two sorcery points um, when you gain this at level two, and then I'm pretty sure it is yeah it's here on the chart, and it progresses the same way as uh, you know known spells basically where you gain one new point. Uh, for every level, so you uh, you start at level two with two, and at level three you have three, and maxing out with twenty points at level twenty. So it's super easy to remember. Just look at your level in this class. That's how many points you have. Right, and and there's other classes that have features uh, that are akin to this in a lot of ways. There's um, you know like uh, uh, what is it for fighters? I want to say action surge, but that's not the right thing. Um, um, well, they have superiority die for the battle master. Die. Um, right. monks so, get key points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is just the sorcerer's version of that mechanic within yes. D and D essentially, if it, if it helps to cast, uh, like categorize it that way mentally, it's not something brand new. It's just something that's already existed in a lot of other classes. They're just putting a new facade on it for like sweetening it up for this, this class. Yeah. Yeah. Just think of it as a pool of. Uh, expendable or consumable resources that let you do cool things. Um, but level three is where it gets really interesting and where 
um, I think a lot of the love for the sorcerer comes from is when you get into meta magic. Um, so basically, meta magic is this thing where you can be kind of tricksy with your spells when you use sorcery points to do one of these things off the menu. Uh, so basically, you get to choose two meta magic options uh, at the third level, and then you gain one more at 10th and one more at 17th. So you'll never have more than four unless a feed or something else changes that for you. Um, but some of these are really, really cool. And I, I don't know if do you do want me to like not go through all of them, but kind of hit the highlights or. Yeah. Okay. Um, where basically you could do things like spend this number of points and your range is doubled or you can reroll dice on damage spells so that you possibly get a higher sum total. You can, you can make the, range, the, the duration longer. Um, you can give uh, someone disadvantage on a saving throw due to a spell, even if they have resistance already, like you can just give them disadvantage. Um, but the two favorite ones that I will hit a little bit harder are Quicken Spell and Twinned Spell because they help you to, I don't want to say break, but exploit the action economy. There's only <laughs> so many things you can do on your turn unless you're a sorcerer or you have these uh, metamagic options from a feat or something. So what Quicken Spell does is it lets you take a spell that has a casting uh, time of one action. You can spend two sorcery points, regardless of its level, BT dubs, and change it to a bonus action instead. So if you wanted to attack with your action or breathe fire because you're a dragonborn with your action, as a bonus action, you could still cast that spell you wanted to do, which is kind of neat. Um, this does get into what um, there's a general rule about spells being cast as a bonus action that I think we should talk about really briefly because there is a misconception in the D&D community that you can't cast two, uh, two spells um, in the same turn. And that's not true. There's elements of truth in it, but that's not really true. What the general rule is, is if you cast a spell uh, as a bonus action, you only thing you can cast with your action is a cantrip. That's it. So if you had something like action surge or something else that gave you another action, then you could cast two level spells with those two actions and it never even touches the, the casting as a bonus action mm. question, right? So you could still do something like quicken spell fireball and then on your, and then with your action cast firebolt or something else, as long as it's a cantrip. So it gives you more things that you can do. Alternatively, twin spell is kind of fun because you can take a spell that targets only one creature and doesn't have a range of self and you can spend another a number of sorcery points equal to that spell's level, right? So um, if you wanted to cast, uh, we can't do fireball, but what we could do is like Ray of Frost. Um, and Ray of Frost is, uh, what is a cantrip, right? So uh, that's level zero, but we count that as one. So we would say, okay, you can spend one sorcery point and Ray of Frost now has two beams that can be used to hit a second creature in the range with the same spell. 
and it has to be a second creature not the same creature and uh you'll always spend at least one point now what's really fun is when you start getting into stuff like i'm going to use quicken spell and twin spell at the same time and also you know that kind of ridiculousness uh now the tricky thing with twin spells when you're basically you have a target of one and you want to turn it into a target of two there's some things that you can't do that with because it has to be basically incapable of targeting more than one creature at that uh, spell's current level so magic missile doesn't work because it shoots three motes of energy at one to three targets scorching ray can hit is like three rays that can hit one to three targets so that doesn't work but ray of frost chromatic orb firebolt all of those would totally count uh and so area of effect spells probably not going to work um uh, you just have to really kind of think about it beforehand but there you go so these can be layered right you don't have to pick just one to do per turn let me double check because i've heard it both ways let me think um okay so there is a general rule with metamagic that says you can only use one metamagic magic option on a spell when you cast it unless otherwise noted so what people will typically do um is with quicken spell and twin spell is they'll use quicken spell for their bonus action then whatever they're casting for their action which is a different spell now they'll use twin spell so now they're hitting three things in their turn and then they can still move and stuff so it gives them a chance to do a lot more with a lot little a lot less especially at low level like third level so there's some really nasty builds and i've made some of them uh of sorcerers and what they can do in a single turn that is really honestly kind of decimating mm -hmm. yeah i i imagine um and then <laughs> yeah so when you start you pick two of these right you don't get the whole list you yeah two, two of them yeah and then you get you get to pick more as you continue to level up at certain yeah, levels right two more 10th level and 17th level okay so it's one each so you can get a total of four out of this list Correct. by the time that you're a 17th level character exactly um and then um the rest of the stuff for sorcerers are pretty straightforward you have your asis at uh level 4 8 12 16 and 19 pretty standard uh and then they get their capstone feature at level 20 called sorceress restoration at 20th level you regain four sorcery points whenever you finish a short or uh finish a short rest normally they only come back um on a long rest but on a short rest you just get four back yeah and, and like as we just talked about that can be that can give you a huge advantage yes. on your turns because you're going to use those to do your meta magic to do a lot of other things right and this has no bearing on your ability as a bonus action or whenever you want outside of combat to give up some of your spell slots to get more points uh, you just can't have more points than your maximum If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out the Critical Dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. 
We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice. So make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you guys next time.